every night, I dream the same dream. Welcome back to the Cinemania World Podcast, everyone. My name is Dwayne, and today we have our non-spoiler review for Marvel Studios' Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Badness. Feels absolutely insane to finally say those words, but today I am joined by some special guests. First from the Cinemania World team and Candid Cinema, we have Amanda. Amanda, hello. Hey, I'm excited for this one. (laughs) I'm I'm intrigued about this one. I feel like this is gonna be a, <laughs> this is gonna be an interesting review, but I'm excited to get into it. Mm-hmm. We are also joined by friend of the podcast, pretty much on all of our MCU reviews. We have Griffin. Hello, Griffin. How you doing? Hey, I'm good. Happy to be here. Uh, happy to talk about this shitty ass movie. You know, oh, it's uh, <laughs> no. I'm just kidding. Damn. <laughs> no, 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 no. I was like, well, dead ass was starting like this. All right, man. No, 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 no. But uh, I, I don't know. I don't want to speak for all of us, but I, I was a little, I was a little let down in some departments, and mm-hmm. I was uh, fulfilled in others. But yeah, that's actually that's actually something that I can agree with. Um, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, starting off, but I'm very excited to get into the review. It's only the three of us today, everyone, because a lot of members who've seen the movie last night kind of doing their own things today as far as like seeing other screenings or doing their reviews. So today is when the embargo dropped for the actual review. So it's been kind of hectic. Um, I know, Griffin, you you take a while to get your stuff out because you have to do like the whole script and all that stuff for film speak. How does that? How does that? Oh, yeah. Of, like, I mean, like process? I. 
I probably will not even have a video out until next week, just right, like right. by the, the process. I mean, it helps that like my videos are like spoiler videos anyways, because yeah, I'm not yeah. like, True. you know, because they're like the editorial type stuff. So like it, you know, people aren't really looking for that until after they've seen the movie. But um, mm-hmm. I don't know. There's always there's always like a part of me that's like, fuck, OK, I have to get this out. But I know how long it takes me to do one of these videos. But like, oh, my God, this is stressful. So. Um, this is nice. I can just kind of hop on here and uh, just give your, talk about give this your with general you. thoughts yeah. before general you get thoughts. into it. Um, okay, so we are going to get started, everyone. Before we get into the review, we're going to give a quick bio per IMDb. Uh, this is the, tw- I believe this is the 27th MCU film. Damn. Which is ridiculous. That's a lot. That's a <laughs> lot of movies. 27, 27, and it's been what, like... Lord help us. Like how many years? Thir- 13, 12 years, something like that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, this is the uh, bio for Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness per IMDb. Doctor Stephen Strange casts a, a forbidden spell that opens the doorway to the multiverse, including alternate versions of himself whose, whose threat to humanity is too great for the combined forces of Strange, Wong, and Wanda maximum what a weird bio that's like i actually want to say something about this where not, in the film does happen to all anyway. yeah i was like where in the film does he cast a spell that breaks the multiverse i, I, they, I don't want to go into i felt that was a little i was like is that a, i mean that doesn't i don't know it's a weird bio i guess that's what that's come up with. apparently i was on uh, film optics with christian earlier today and apparently the bio flipped from like the reshoots so what? there was an original bio that had him cast a spell that shouldn't be there. And then there's another oh. one. On, yeah. There's another one on Rotten Tomatoes that like he didn't cast the spell. So it was like, okay, that's interesting how it's all like mixed. But yeah, apparently it had to do with the reshoots or maybe there was a different script entirely Griff. And we don't yeah. know. <laughs> we have no idea. That's for um, sure. All right. So, yeah, well, like I like I said, this is the twenty seventh film in the MCU. That is the bio. The movie, of course, stars uh, Benedict Cumberbatch as Doctor Strange himself, and we have um, Elizabeth Olsen as Wanda Maximoff, aka Scarlet Witch, and we have um, Chiwetel Ejiofor as Mordo, Benedict Wong as Wong, and we have Joshi Gomez as America Chavez. That's like the main cast right now. All right, let's get into it. This is directed by Sam Raimi. That's been kind of controversial this these past couple hours, you know, as far as like first reactions from the premiere last night. So let's get into you guys' thoughts before I give mine, like we always do. I'll start with you, Amanda. How you feel about Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness? I enjoyed it. I had such a fun time watching it. Um, but when I left the theater, I kind of felt a bit underwhelmed and I felt very confused. Um, I feel like they kind of, they were throwing so much at us. And I said it to you guys earlier in, um, in the group chat, I said like, we needed a Dr. Strange guidebook because there was, there were words flying around that I had no idea what they meant. And they didn't really do a good job in explaining half of them. Um, certain phrases that are meant like for the Dr. Strange comics, I guess. And like to translate some of that to screen to translate the multiverse to screen, I think was, um, was difficult because yes, it is. It can be chaotic. I understand that it has madness in the title, but it just has to be like 
polished and still be able to tell this story in a structured manner. So there are great things about it. I absolutely love Sam Raimi's direction. I thought the visuals were great. Danny Elfman's score was fantastic. And I feel like he had so much fun with it. Um, but yeah, I, it's a mixed bag for me. Like, I don't, I don't know. I'm, I'm more confused than anything. Mm-hmm. Um, but I enjoyed it for what I for what it was. I enjoyed it. So, yeah, I would agree. There's a lot. That's actually a lot of the responses that I saw coming out of the premiere and just everyone's first reactions of people who saw it early. So I'm very interested to get Griffin, uh, Griffin's thoughts now. Griffin, how about you? What did you uh, What did you think about, about Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness? Yeah, um, I probably echoing a lot of what Amanda said. I, I mean, to anyone out there who's like, who didn't like the film because of Sam Raimi and his style and everything like that. I just, I just have to like ask you like what one, what were you expecting? And then two, isn't it nice that we're talking about like a director's fingerprints all over a film like mm-hmm. this? Like that's, mm-hmm. I've been craving that shit since like uh, Shane Black and Iron Man three. Like that's, that's what I want. The only reason this does not reach the heights of uh, Iron Man 3, in my opinion, because I I mean, that's like one of my favorite MCU films. The only reason this does not reach those heights is because of the script. I think the script is awful. I think this is easily one of the worst scripts in the uh, entire MCU. And I think the, the movie is this battle for the soul of the film. You have like Sam Raimi, who's trying to get in there. Uh, and and like tell his story whenever he can. I mean, it's obviously he was hired to do a job, but like I think there are instances where you can tell that he actually really loves Doctor Strange. Like, I, I don't know how many people know this, but like Doctor Strange was his favorite comic book character growing up as a kid. He's always wanted to do a Doctor Strange movie. So the mm. fact that he's finally able to do one is like, I'm sure a dream come true for him, but for a lot of us who like, I mean, you know, have been wanting to see him do something like this for forever. It's like, fuck yes. It's like Sam Raimi and Doctor Strange, that's a match made in heaven. And so yeah. a lot of the Steven and uh, Christine Palmer stuff, which I, which by far was my favorite part of the film, I, I thought that you could tell was where Sam was most interested in and, and some of the Wanda stuff for sure. But like that you could tell Sam was trying to focus on and like, when he can add, when he could add in some of that like signature melodrama, um, in a good way, by the way, signature melodrama and like sincerity and like organically work these emotions in and like organically work his style in with some of like the horror elements and like uh, the goofiness and the mean spiritedness and the camp and all that stuff like that. When that's organically worked into the film, it like this is like firing on all cylinders as like one of the best films in the MCU. The problem is. This is basically exposition the movie and the exposition itself is so ridiculously convoluted. And unfortunately, that's just because of the interconnected universe that the Marvel Cinematic Universe operates in. And I think this film really shows that it's just starting to collapse in on itself, like all of these threads and stuff like that, because they're like, hey, you, you have to go watch our TV shows. You have to watch WandaVision in order to understand this film. But if you don't watch WandaVision, we're going to get you up to speed. And so they're trying to have their cake and eat it, too. And it ends up just like muddying everything so much. And uh, yeah, I, I don't know when it's when it's character focused on strange Wanda, Christine Palmer um it it is like th- that is great i i love all of it uh when it's more concerned with 
you know, explaining things, which is like a, a really big chunk of the film, man, it's just, uh, it was not for me. Um, yeah. So very, very, uh, interesting to hear you guys, you know, viewpoints of the movie so far. Uh, for me, I, I, I think I'm like right in the middle of you both because, um, I wasn't expecting us to all kind of have the same kind of feelings. Uh, when I went into the movie, like one of the things that I was saying that was making me kind of nervous about the movie was the fact that it's two hours and six minutes. And I feel like there's so much that we want to do in this movie, like like that they yeah. want to do in the mm-hmm. movie as far as like, if this was a straight up Sam Raimi, Doctor Strange 2 film, I would have been like, oh, it's two hours and six minutes this is going to be like, okay, this is going to be the most streamlined kind of film. It's going to be so focused. But you, it's the multiverse of madness with Wanda, with stuff from with the stuff from WandaVision and Scarlet Witch. We have a new character in America Chavez. Uh, we have Wong, who's the Sorcerer Supreme now, and then we have multiverse shenanigans kind of happening. So I was like, I just feel, and then plus cameos. So I felt like, oh, this is going to be kind of a messy film. And from the get go, the movie just like I think I had, I was sipping a drink, and then the movie kind of just starts like just shit is happening. And I was like, Oh fuck. And then I put my drink down cause I was so caught off guard. Cause it didn't even like open kind of, I can't even explain it. Like, it, it, like even like the most craziest opening, like one opening that I can think of like infinity war, it's a, it's a banger opening, but it's still, it still kind of sets you in the world first before they get into the action, you know, with the Asgardian ships and the, and then the radio call and all that stuff, and then you get into the ship with Thanos and his crew. This one is like mid, mid, like in the middle of a scene. It just it starts, you know. And the film, yeah, is I kind of like crazy. that though. Like um, I, I, I gotta be honest, me that, off a little bit. I was like, oh shit, yeah, I, you know, like like oh, it def- it definitely does. I think where I like that is like that that felt like um like the beginning of Drag Me to Hell almost a little bit, where it kind of like throws you into the midst of like all the insanity going on, and then. Like after that, he he kind of gives you uh, a little bit to catch up and like explain everything. But I I didn't mind like ju- like jumping the gun that much. Like I think mm-hmm. cold open opens like that can be really effective. Um, but it was just kind of like his his style didn't necessarily come in at that point. So it was just like a bunch of visual noise, you know, just like yeah, that's what that's what I mean. Yeah. I think yeah. it was just the fact that it was just like. Like boom, we're in this crazy shit, you know. But yeah, yeah. I think uh, for me, I, I I definitely after thinking about it, I have to do a re. I, I'm excited to do the rewatch on Thursday. Um, I definitely had a good time watching the movie. I think the movie was a lot of fun. Um, but I can definitely understand if someone is like, this is kind of messy. This is all over the place. The script. One of my biggest issues going into the movie, like when the movie was happening, was that so many things happened with like without any kind of explanation. And I know you said kind of exposition, uh, you know, in the movie, uh, Griffin, but there's a lot of parts in the movie where just shit is happening. And like, I guess you're supposed, like the way they kind of wrap up the WandaVision kind of stuff and then they kind of bring Wanda here. It's like, I w- I'll go into more depth on the spoiler review, obviously, but it's so jarring to see kind of her arc just kind of be, just kind of go from one place to the other so quick. Um, and I was like, okay, you know, it was definitely a decision because at the end of that movie, you don't get the vibe that she is like the villain 
of the next film off the rip the way the way one division ends with this movie is kind of like like villain you know what i mean you know what i mean so that kind of threw me off i think there's just a lot of things that happened without any kind of here's why or anything like that like dr strange is just like moments where he's just pulling out random powers that i've never known that he had and i'm like okay you know um and then you know the as far as like other things the things that i really really enjoyed uh you know i i, I thought the horror elements that sam raimi brought into the film were really really good um i didn't think he was going to be able to bring in so much horror stuff but there's moments where this movie is absolutely like drag me to hell evil dead mixed in with the little of like um there's a lot of moments in the movie where it's just very 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 camp as far as sam raimi goes and i really enjoyed those aspects um but i i did see those comments of people people i thought we were all aboard the sam raimi train i didn't know there were people who didn't like that kind of style but i definitely did because i've been screaming on the top of like roof on the roof of like dude, I want some, like, I want these movies to, like, have an identity and to have some type of vision. And a lot of times these movies are just, like, you don't really feel a director in, like, you know, behind these films. It just feels so studio produced. Um, So I really like the fact that this movie had some color and we had, like, some kind of camera works that we haven't really, we've never seen before as well. Uh, So I enjoyed that kind of stuff, but as far as like the main thing, I think the main thing with the film is that I, I think I just needed a little bit more time with the characters and like these characters arcs and development, like some of it is just not there uh, because the movie is so quick and it's so fast paced and there's so much things happening and there's so much information being kind of thrown at you. So like, I think Griffin, you was in the group chat about something that happened in a movie and I was like, oh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. My head was spinning at that part. And I, it's, it's, it's the truth. Yeah. It's like, there was so many times where I'm just like, what, <laughs> you know? And I'm like, I, okay, you know, I'm, 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 I'm on the ride. I'm having a good time. But when you stop and have these moments where you're like, well, this happened, no, this happened, but that happened. But the, and then that happened when the characters are doing that, it's just a little jarring to me. So man, did you ever, did you feel like that a lot in the film or was what, was it only like certain periods where that happened? I just felt it was like nonstop. And then like the pacing was something that I had an issue with because the action sequences were good. And I love seeing like the Scarlet Witch at the height of her power and Doctor Strange at the height of his power. I thought they did that extremely well. But then at times I felt like the movie leaned so much towards Wanda that we lost Doctor Strange entirely. And I almost didn't, care for him in his own movie um so it just made i don't know like it, it kind of dragged when it got to dr strange territory for me in some instances and then it picked up again with scarlet witch because she's more interesting than dr strange in this case um and elizabeth olsen gave a phenomenal performance i think um this is my favorite performance of hers over wandavision i don't know if that's controversial or not uh, I but, can somewhat agree. I think I agree, yeah. actually. I thought she was amazing here. Like, yeah. phenomenal work. 
Yeah, I think she I, just took it to another level. Sorry, Griff, go ahead. No, 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 you're good. I, I was just going to say, I, I think I do slightly give the edge to WandaVision just because she had so much more to work with and there were, like, differing... Mm. Like, she, she, I think she showed a wider range of emotions in WandaVision. That's not to say this was a bad performance. I mean, this is another excellent performance, but just, like, mm -hmm. I think TV afforded her more latitude to just, like, give herself to the role. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I can, I, I can definitely agree. I, I, I thought that she was, she was my favorite part of the movie, just her as a villain, but then also these emotional moments. Uh, there's so many of them that are just so good. Where she, yeah. it's just like you, she, she's having a moment to herself, and uh, you really see the just the just the kind of overall arc of her character from the first time we ever seen her in Avengers to now. Uh, I think WandaVision does help as far as like us have having a little bit of a backstory of like why she's this way and why she's so hell bent in what she's doing. I think, I think the best villains are always the one that you can sort of sympathize with. Um, yeah. But there's moments where, of course, where I'm like, Wanda, I man, chill. Like, you just I'd actually like to get uh, Amanda's opinion on this. The, the, her, the, I, I've seen a lot of things uh, just on Twitter about people kind of like, divisive over the way her character was written mm -hmm. um and such i mean I, I guess we can't really go too into too many specifics but like some people thought that it like undid the work uh that they did in wandavision some people just were basically saying that they don't really know how to write uh like for female characters or something like that so i i was just kind of curious amanda if like you had uh just like any thoughts on that specifically like how she was written yeah, I mean, I, I saw that too, and I was kind of questioning yeah. it. Like, I, for me, it didn't bother me. I think that it's always great to add another layer to these characters, but the fact that she even says it in the movie is like because, well, she alludes to the fact that like because I'm a woman, now it's like something bad that I've done. But like you, like he sa she says it to Doctor Strange. It's like, well, you can get away with doing X, Y, and Z, but the second I do it, it's considered uh, bad. So. I think the writing for her was strong and like you want to see a woman as like a, a, like that character and go to like a darker side, especially because you can um, you can kind of see where she's coming from as a mother. And I thought that was just really powerful in a way. So I don't know. I, I liked it. I really did. I, I didn't see an issue with it. Yeah, I found more of an issue with America Chavez because yeah, yeah. that that was like a, a miss. The more that I, I think about it and then the more research I've done um, for her character, I'm like, why did they do it? This I, way? So, so yeah. Josie, her and I mm -hmm. were going back and forth through like through text when we got out of the film. Nothing bad or anything. It wasn't like, oh, you know, it was nothing like that. But she was going off on this damn movie like as far as like america chavez and scarlet witch um she's gonna be she's definitely gonna be on the spoiler review i couldn't get her on this one but mm -hmm. she's gonna be on the spoiler review and, and i saw a lot of that like i think what they did with america chavez like after i thought about it a little bit even during the movie there's so many times where i felt like she was a damsel in distress mm -hmm. so much and I get like the first like maybe like couple of minutes of doing that, but then having her find herself a little bit, like I I was just so I was so caught off guard by that kind of choice, especially because that's just not who her character is. But we we can go back and forth all day about comic accuracy and stuff like that, especially with like Moon Knight being out right now. 
But um, I, I just uh, even her backstory felt a little bit underwhelming because it's like two seconds, and that's just one of the things where it's just like the movie could have used an extra thirty minutes, like because it's not even two hours and six; it's about it's under two hours, um, because of you know you had the credits and the. Well, I'll get to those in a minute because I did. Not like, <laughs> I did not like those post credits. Yeah, no, notice um, how no one is talking about the post credits. They right were, they, no, were both, exactly. they were, yeah, awful. No, like I, I did not yeah. like them. They were awful. I guess we can talk about it now. I, I thought they were both awful. Like just something happens with Doctor Strange at the end of the movie. He gets something and it's fucking terrible. I was like, what are they thinking with this? This is gonna be the thing. Don't do this. This is it's so not confused. is this a comic thing that I don't know about or something? I hate it. I, I do not like it. I didn't like what they did. I didn't like like I won't spoil anything, but I thought the post credit scenes were just a mess. Um but yeah, as far as America Chavez, like I completely understand if anyone is like, especially women who really, really were looking forward to this character. Yeah. I completely can understand if they just was not vibing because there's so many times she just has to, she's running and running and running and running. And that's like pretty much the, the, oh, I don't want to give anything away, but it's just like, she's just running away yeah. all the time. And then they try to like kind of fix that by the end. But then at that point we have five minutes left and then it's done as far as that character. So I yeah. just wasn't, I wasn't really vibing with her that much at all really so I, um, yeah i do th i do think like moving forward we're just gonna stray away from like a simple structure of a story yeah like they had in the previous phases like if you compare this one to yeah. the first doctor strange it's like whoa like this is not even a direct like sequel it does not feel like it at all and i, I feel like it's just gonna sorry Dwayne. No, you're good. Uh, yeah. No, no. I, I was just I, I agree with you. I, I, I think once you said that, it really hit me. Just because like they're just adding more and more characters to these movies, mm -hmm. and they're the it's it's the more the characters you put in these films, the big is the like the bigger you make them, and these movies are not gonna feel contained at all anymore. I think uh, I'm trying to think of the last MCU movie that felt contained as far as characters, as far as just one character that you're kind of following around. And I can't even tell you that one because she even Shang-Chi is kind of a, like a family fest of just characters, characters, characters. Yeah. And uh, this one, there's like, you know, in the Marvels, is not going to be any different. Thor, Love and Thunder has, you know, that's going to be a lot of people. Uh, then you go into like next year with Quantumania for Ant-Man 3. That's going to be a lot of people. So it's just, I, I totally agree with that. Ant-Man, don't do it. Don't start. Please. Hey, you have two of us on the show, man. You gotta watch. What yeah, you're I know. You gotta watch it. <laughs> at least Ant Man. At least Ant Man started out as a family adventure, right? Like they're not just adopting it like these other ones should. right now. Exactly. Um, <laughs> all right. I think there's other as far, as far as some other things that I uh, really enjoyed. Uh, I did not know they were gonna go as brutal as they as they did. Mm. So we got Moon Knight right now, right? And all I heard before we saw moon knight was oh my god this is so brutal this is the most brutal thing you've seen in the mcu and i thought this movie blew that away by miles because there is just there are some straight up kills in, in this movie that i just was not expecting they're not like oh they might be dead it's like they're done dude they 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 is there 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 are like there are deaths in this film and i thought that helped the movie so much 
because it added a level of stakes to the film that we don't really see uh reminded me definitely of like those those later avengers movies where like there's just there, there's gonna be stakes all around uh, and you don't know who's gonna go and what's gonna happen but i really enjoyed that aspect of it like w- what did you guys feel about that was that kind of a jarring kind of decision that you thought they made griffin or did you like enjoy those aspects i heavily enjoyed it no i love that yeah the, the, like i mean again that's that's sort of where like when when sam raimi is allowed to kind of like do his thing and like his style is in there like yeah it's great i i was yeah i guess i was a little surprised by like the brutality of it all um not not that it's like i, I feel like some people are overselling the brutality like it's really not as like intense as as like some of these reactions would have you believe but like it it's is, not like daredevil netflix but it's like it's, no 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 it's no. a hard it's, pg-13 yeah, I I think it's like a fair PG. I don't know. Maybe this maybe this is like my my just like weird opinion, but I, I think it's like a fair PG thirteen. There's like like it's not more it's it's no more brutal than like you know the Pirates of the Caribbean movies. Like it's it's not really like I mean the, the only difference is like this is dealing with just like uh like the 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 supernatural and stuff like that so it's a little bit more horror centric. Like there's some very light jump scares in there which I think are great. Um, but yeah, I mean there's there's like there's one element of the film that I hated when it happened, when it like came up and then Sam Raimi was like, Oh yeah, I fucking hate this too. So we're going to take care of it like this. And it was like the funniest thing ever. And it made me so happy just because the, the thing that sort of happens is just like, really God, you guys, uh, bother is me, it but you talk oh, okay i think i know what you're talking about okay okay yeah i don't I, yeah. I don't i mean i know like there's like been some stuff out there but i don't want to like spoil it for anyone yeah. but yeah. uh yeah no but um I, there, there definitely were like a few moments where it's like oh damn they they like let it happen like like someone falls out a window and gets impaled by a gate and i was like oh shit <laughs> That's what um, I'm saying, like, man. you know someone gets uh like severed in half and i was like oh my god they they did it i mean granted they don't really show the person well, getting they, severed yeah, they in can't half, they can't show but it, like it's like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, yeah, a, a guy implodes, someone gets shredded. All these, all like, these sentiments of like, yeah. oh, you can't bring your kid. Dude, can you guys stop shielding your kids from like awesome stuff? I don't know. I guess because I was like nine years old watching Scream. Like, I'm like, yeah, dude, this is nothing. Like, yeah. what do you mean? Oh, I can't bring Timmy to the damn Doctor Strange because it's not that serious. Nobody's heads getting chopped off even that was in like end game with with thanos but like it's not that yeah serious. it's not it, i saw like three tweets like oh don't bring your kids i'm like why not yeah oh, i mean i don't know that's i guess it's just like parental discretion but like i again i do think that like it's it's a little bit more intense than like what i was expecting for sure and i think like the brutality especially that that comes just from wanda is like oh damn i was not expecting that but yeah. it's nothing that like you're going to walk out of going like, holy shit, that was super violent. You know, it was, oh, yeah, but it was, yeah, yeah. but it is just like, it's, it's a nice little Gothic, like Sam Raimi horror thing. Um, that is like, I mean, it's basically like Sam Raimi light. I think even though yeah. it has a lot of his isms in there, it, they're not executed to the full extent to which I know he could like, especially, uh, some of the stuff with like Wanda, like, man, if this if this man was like allowed to make like like there were like no holds barred or anything like that, I could totally see him just like going even further in, in certain directions. But um, but that being said, it was it was kind of nice to just like see some teeth on this thing, I guess that that, that was kind of mm-hmm. cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Managers, man, manager just dropped her. Uh, her. Oh, uh, I did. <laughs> <MCU> ranking. <laughs> 
Don't look what? at my MCU ranking. What no. in God's name? No. Anyway, um, so <laughs> well, now, I'm gonna, not, now Griffin, I have to look. No, Griffin and Hannah's. Those are the ones where I'm like, oh my fucking. I love God. Griffin's list. Are you <laughs> 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 Griffin and Hannah. I'm like, what is y'all talking about? We're on about? the and same it, wavelength all the time. I think Griffin yeah. got yeah. Black, Black Widow like number three or something. Like, Griffin, what? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the top um, ten. This is the top ten. <laughs> yeah, but I uh, all jokes aside, this, I'm, I don't care what you guys ranking is guys everyone <laughs> has their own taste but uh i uh yeah i i think that it's gonna be an interesting movie i think this movie this weekend is twitter is going to be oh. it's going to be blood soaked <laughs> up in twitter just because i did this. this is like my third time doing this as far as like as far as expectation goes so last year with wandavision we had this finale coming up and I was like, brothers, the finale is like 45 minutes. Brother. Y'all need to stop with this. This person, Magneto, and that person, Doctor Strange, and all this shit is going to be in the finale. I said, they have 45 minutes to wrap things up. Nothing is going to be of note as far as cameos in that finale. Then the finale came. Nobody listened. Nobody listens to me ramble on. So the finale came, and Twitter was a goddamn bloodbath, like I said. No Way Home comes up. I'm like, brothers, you guys are like, oh, Blade's going to come through the portal and X-Men's going to come through the portal. I'm like, dude, nobody's doing all that. They're not going to do that. Okay, stop. No Way Home comes out and it's blood black. Blood, uh, it's an absolute bloodbath again. Mm-hmm. This movie, last it's like two weeks ago, I'm like, guys, we got to chill. <laughs> like, There's some surprises, but it's like if you are on Twitter – most likely you know of them or you've been spoiled already because yeah. I was spoiled. There's that like happens. one where I was like, oh, cool. That's a nice surprise. But like I was spoiled by the majority of it. But if yeah. you're not on Twitter, like I think Josie was like, I know nothing about No Way Home. So I don't think Josie like knew any, any of the things that happened. But yeah. if you're not on Twitter and uh, I, I mean, I, I guess I should say if you are on Twitter, but you're still expecting like the the most insane kind of things to happen in this movie. I know the title is Multiverse of Badness, but I need people to 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 just relax as far as expectations go. I think that's one of the biggest things that's been what's wrong with this new phase of MCU is that people are expecting. I just I I blame Marvel because why did you do the whole Ralph Boner shit with uh, Quicksilver? Why did you bring him in? You know how people are gonna get. You know how fans are gonna get. You know how they're gonna be. I had I dropped my I dropped my uh, my social media reactions yesterday when the embargo lifted for that. And do you know I got like six messages of oh dude is Blade and this is all oh, is fucking uh is this uh, like you know I got like six messages from random people asking me about batman in the movie and shit like that and i'm like brothers stop like like this is this is it's, it's gonna you're just gonna let you you're just gonna like not gonna let, let yourself have fun you're not gonna get in you and you're just gonna it's you're gonna ruin the experience for you because do you know how many people i've seen on twitter who were mad that oh man uh toby mcguire and uh andrew garfield wasn't enough i can't believe marvel promised all these surprise they didn't promise anything but like like you just i i just i just think this new mcu is gonna cause people to go crazy um and it ain't good because 
I, I don't think it's good for the films because like you can't people can't enjoy the films without like having them just be the movies. People kind of get kind of crazy. So I don't know, but I think this weekend's gonna be gonna be kind of wild. I enjoyed all the surprises and stuff that they did. So I thought they were a lot of fun. Uh, Mando, how about you? What do you think? Um, I this weekend's gonna be rough, like you said. That's all I'm gonna say. I don't know how the general audience <laughs> is gonna act with Raimi as director. Yeah. Um, I don't know how that's going to work out. Um, it's just, I don't want to be on Twitter. I don't, that's it. It's going to be bad. Cause like I dropped my, my social reaction too. Oh my God. I saw. And people are, I literally said, because there's only so many characters in a tweet. And I'm like, the script is the only thing that's lacking or whatever. Man, they attacked me for it. They attacked <laughs> me for it. And then they oh, like dear. literally got pitchforks out for uh, Michael Waldron. I'm like, can you guys relax? Like mm-hmm. I just said, it's like I can't fit it in a tweet. But my goodness, yeah, I, I'm I'm yeah. nervous. I'm nervous. Yeah. That's all I'm gonna say. I just think these. I just think. Uh, I don't know. I just think. Um, Putting multiverse of madness in your title maybe wasn't the brightest idea just because of like yeah. how toxic toxic fans can be when they're like when they're entitled as far as what you give them. And I mm-hmm. saw this a lot with uh, No Way Home and last year's WandaVision that uh, I just although I don't really blame the fans for WandaVision. I mean, why did you bring in Quicksilver if he wasn't going to do anything with it? No, they did um, that to them. Yeah. yeah, they did that to them. I don't really, really blame them that. with that. I blame them with like No Way Home and stuff like that because like mm-hmm. Marvel promised nothing with No Way Home. Even the trailers, they were like multiverse Spider Man's villains. You know, they didn't promise you uh, fucking Magneto and all that shit. So I want him. <laughs> it makes me sad i'm like oh i need him in here I can't so I, that's my I, only thing but yeah I, I i do think that moving forward a lot of the fans are going to rely on cameos and they're going to Absolutely. like yep. just keep bringing yep. it up especially like from everything that's been happening on twitter i'm just like I can't Do you know how many it. responses I seen yesterday? People, people that wanted, uh, that wants Blade in tomorrow's episode of Moon Knight, and I'm like, well, dude, man, this is how it is. It's gonna be like this until, I don't know, but, until when. But it's just really, really, it, really, really insane to it me. It just makes I, me laugh that they don't understand like the structure of the Disney Plus shows yet. Mm-hmm. Like it's been a year. They're not gonna have these massive cameos in a television show. You know what I mean? Like I, yeah. I know for Hawkeye it made sense, but like if you didn't watch Daredevil, you would not have like known who the hell Kingpin was. That was Denofrio. Like you wouldn't have made that connection. Mm-hmm. You know. So like I don't know. It just they have to understand. <laughs> so, yeah. How do you uh, how do you feel, uh, Griffin, about the whole like? I want this and that and the next. You know, how how are you with that whole Uh, side of the fan base? It's just frustrating because good Mm -hmm. storytelling isn't dependent upon, like, a show or a film giving you, like, little doggy treats for watching every (laughs) single thing that they've ever done. I honestly think it's, like, dumbed down the audience by, like, mandating cameos and stuff like that. It's just, like, like, what is, like, this doesn't mean anything to anyone who's watched it but it gives you a little endorphin rush so you're gonna like just you know lose your mind over it um i mean the 
in this film, I mean, like, uh, there were people yesterday who were like, oh, there's not enough cameos in the film. I'm like, dude, there's, like, too many cameos in this film. There's too many moving parts. If you had told, like, a straightforward Doctor Strange movie, we'd be, like, talking about, like, an incredible film, especially if one, especially one that like Sam Raimi was able to build from the ground up because I, I, I could just, you could see the potential for like a truly great film in there. Yeah. Uh, especially if Sam Raimi was involved in the story from the get go. But I mean, he's just like, like kind of picking his battles as, as he goes through the movie. So yeah, I don't know. I just like the, the insistence on having cameos and everything is just like, is stupid because it doesn't do anything you know it doesn't mean anything it's just like a cool especially in this film like dude yeah. you could have taken those cameos out of the movie and nothing changes you could have ex- exactly. you could have like relayed the information in, in a different way mm-hmm. and and instead it felt like the bad kind of fan service i know everyone gets like all you know uh uppity when you mention fan service they're like well fan service it's okay we're fans we want to be serviced and i'm like no okay well if it's just like blanket you know fan service for the sake of having it in there and means nothing then why like that's that's not good fan service i'm sorry uh and this this movie is probably the most egregious of it because it like it takes a popular like i i don't want to like go into it but it's just like it, it it plays into like fan casting and just like that whole element of it and i'm just like no this is uh like what are you doing this is not this is not good this is just bad i i do think that I don't think this is the worst kind, the worst, worst, worst I've seen as far as fan service go. Like, I would definitely have to go to like the Rise of Skywalker. Like, fuck me, that was just. I mean, that's yeah, but um, uh, yeah, yeah, it's right. Like in a different franchise, yeah, sure, yeah. yeah, yeah. As far as in the MCU, this is the worst one. Okay, may- maybe you guys are right because I'm thinking about. I'm, I'm trying to think of like, eh, any, what's the? And I'm like, no, Infinity War was like all the characters that you've seen in the trailers were in the movie. Okay, all right, cool. Um, Endgame, I'm like, oh, you know. Maybe yeah, maybe you guys are right. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, uh, I had a I had a good time. I I I get it. Like if 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 you don't like the movie or if you think it's too messy and too much stuff going on, I think I guess it's because I kind of expected all of this. I just Hannah was telling me up and down. Oh no, it's two hours, six minutes. It's fine. It's gonna be okay. Uh, Sam Raimi. I'm like I know Hannah, but like listen, it's it's a lot to do, and then. I saw the movie and I was low key. I was right. I was like, all right, there's a lot going on. I I I, I think it's because I kind of expected a messy film. I, I don't think that's a good thing, but mm-hmm. maybe that's why I'm not so like, oh man, this is just one of the worst kind of. I'm just kind of like, eh, okay. Uh, but I had a good time, I guess. You know, with 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 everything that they did, I thought it was still kind of fun. I thought there was still some emotional beats that worked for me. Uh, maybe it would have worked better if like some of those characters had more development but you know some things did work uh yeah i think overall for me i had a good time and i want to see more sam raimi in the mcu because i thought he was great uh the score was absolutely phenomenal especially there's a lot of throwback kind of scores too uh that you'll recognize that i really liked when those were brought in so Overall, I I had a good time. I mean, it's not my favorite. It's not one of my favorite MCU films. Uh, it's right there in the middle of the pack for me. Like mm-hmm. you know, like below tens, not in the worst, but like right in that middle area, that middle gray area. Uh, before you get into the top ten, uh, so I, that's kind of where I have it right now. Right now, I have it like number, I think it's like 
13 or 14 of my MCU list. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know. This weekend, I do think if you're going in there with all these expectations of like, I don't fucking know. But if you're going into that this weekend, I just think you just need to chill and just go in and enjoy the movie with for what it is. I think for what it is, it's uh, it's pretty good. And uh, if you're going in this expecting like Henry Cavill's Sentry, just chill or something. I don't know. Just relax. But overall, I think I had a good time. So I'll go around and get some final thoughts from you guys. I'll start with you, Amanda. Some final thoughts on the movie. Um, I can I agree with what you're saying. I enjoyed it for what I for what it was. If Sam Raimi didn't direct this, this would probably be like bottom tier MCU. Oof. No, I'm I'm serious. Oh yeah, like, right? yeah, 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 yeah. Like legit. If it weren't for him, like he made it so visually interesting. He let the scenes breathe yeah. with Wanda. He had silence on screen. Yes, absolutely. To build that anticipation, those horror elements really added so much to Scarlet Witch and to Doctor Strange. Like you can't do that without Sam Raimi. I'm sorry, mm. but it's the truth. Like he he really just gave gave us something fresh even if the script wasn't that great um but it's in the middle like i said like you said it's like 16 for me now that i just placed it i think it's gonna stay there i will watch it again i have a screening on thursday uh and it's fun to watch it's fun it's really fun to watch if you just like turn off your brain and not try to comprehend (laughs) what's actually happening on screen um but yeah that's where it's sitting for me um, all right, and Griffin, how about you? Um, yeah, I, I, you know, it, it, it was enjoyable. I like, like Amanda said, it was a fun time to watch, and I think Sam Ra- Raimi is the reason to go see this film, um, and just like to see what he can do, uh, in in a Marvel Cinematic Universe film, and like to show like a lot of these younger directors that like, hey, you know, you might be working within the confines of a shared universe, but that doesn't mean you can't bring your style to the table and you can't bring your own creative voice and you can't like make a project your own. Um, I think that's like the good thing to come out of this is because like we can, you know, shit on the script all day long because it's like got its issues. But the one thing that is pretty unanimous is that this visually uh, and, and, you know, from a structural standpoint and everything like that feels like a Sam Raimi movie. Um, and again, I, I don't think we've been able to say that for a uh, for an MCU film since like Shane Black and Iron Man three. So like I am all for just like like even if the end result is is like a bad movie, I'm I'm at least willing to like appreciate it more because they have an artist behind the camera who is like making that film like. Like we've been talking about, like this this film is a mess. It has like massive problems that we're gonna like dissect for days. But like, you know, I'd rather them go for something like this than something that is just so like uninspired and like boring. Like I I, I don't even know the last last thing, but like um, I don't know. Just just like some of the other like lackluster MCU projects that just feel like you know, um, another part of the machine. Like even, yeah. not not to get off track, but like even something like Eternals, like I, I hated that I was that thinking film. about that in the shower. I know it's weird, but I was thinking about the <laughs> same thing. I'm like, listen, Eternals still felt like MCU. This is the first yeah, one yeah. in a long time since I've, that I've felt where like, oh, this is, this is someone's movie. Like yeah, Hannah, yeah. Hannah loves Far From Home. 
And I'm like, Hannah, this entire trilogy of of, so of Spider-Man, like, do you get a vision? I don't think you do. I, I just no, get a, I just get yeah. a studio movie. And I mean that's not it's not a bad thing, but it's like shit. Sometimes I just want something more than a studio film. There's like the there's only there's like rare MCU movies where I feel like oh this is a director. Some maybe maybe like maybe I don't know what like you said Shane Black. For me like Ragnarok with Taika. I know Thor: Love and Thunder probably with Taika, but and then James Gunn with Guardians. But yeah. this is the first one in a really long time where I'm like okay this is a director like a director had a style and they were able to have the gloves off with with their style in the movie. So I agree. yeah yeah no I agree. I mean, like, look, if they're going to keep doing stuff like this, then, like, I'm I'm all for it. Like, that's that's cool. We, we can uh, I, I, maybe this is like a good thing. Like if they see like the divisive or I say divisive, it's, it still has like an 80 percent on Rotten Tomatoes. It's just not unanimous. But like, you oh, know, it's going to go down. No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe I, I don't know. Oh, maybe. maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I but go down to like seventy two or something. Not in a bad way. I just know how how these all work. It's, it happens all the time with mm-hmm. these kind yeah. of more divisive like films. It's, it's gonna happen. Yeah, no, for sure. I uh, look. I just keep bringing in filmmakers like Sam Raimi, and we'll be all good. And then let Sam Raimi do like a proper Doctor Strange movie, please, for the love of God. <laughs> it is just like such a good pairing. Oh yeah. Uh yeah, I agree. So um, all right, everyone. I think. I think that's it for our review for Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Uh, listen, everyone, this weekend we're going to do our spoilers where we can just have the gloves off and go crazy with these. Uh, mm-hmm. what happened in the film. I'm excited for that. I'm, I'm going to see the movie at least two more times before the spoiler review, so I'll have like a, a nice kind of chunk of thoughts and ideas on what I think about the film. But I still recommend it. I think... I think the average moviegoer will have a good time. I'm nervous about my mom a little bit because like, I feel like she's going to be asking me a lot of questions. I'm going to try to explain, but we'll see. But she's excited to see it this weekend or Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day. Uh, and yeah, that is it, everyone. I'll go around, get everyone's social medias. I'll start with you, Amanda. Let everyone know where they can follow you and what's coming up on your channel this week. Yeah, you guys can always follow me over at AMX NDA Reviews on Twitter, Instagram, and Letterboxd. I have my Multiverse of Madness review up on Candid Cinema over at YouTube and uh, on my website, candidxcinema.com. I probably am going to wake up nice and early for Moon Knight finale tomorrow. Uh, I'm really excited to see what they're going to do with it. I know the runtime is not looking too good, but um, we'll see what happens. I'm excited. It's the last time I'll wake up at 3 a.m. So, uh, yeah. Are you doing 3 a.m.? Yeah. I I only do it for the shows I love. That's all I'm saying. All right. Um, (laughs) All right. And uh, Griffin. Yeah, so uh, you can find me over on the FilmSpeak channel uh, either tomorrow or Thursday. I'm going to have my video on Moon Knight dropping uh, video essay on Moon Knight. So I'm very, I'm, I'm really, really stoked for the uh, the Moon Knight season finale, series finale, whatever it is. Yeah. Uh, I just that that show is great. Loved every bit of that. Um, and then early next week, I'll have my Multiverse of Madness video essay. So you can check that out on the FilmSpeak channel as well. Uh, and then you can follow me on Twitter at Griff Schiller or uh, at the FilmSpeak account at underscore FilmSpeak. 
All right, everyone, you can follow me on Twitter at Cinemaniac94, and you can follow the podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at World. For us, this week, we have, of course, this review is going to be dropping, so that'll take up more most of the week. And then we have Cinemania Live on Friday, myself, Hannah, and probably Larry, and then Saturday will be our spoiler review. Sunday will be our box office show to talk about how much of the monies Disney made this weekend. And how bad Morbius has fallen. Sorry, Amanda. Uh, and that is it, everyone. Thank you guys for joining us. My name is Dwayne. That was Amanda, and that was Griffin. We will talk to you guys soon.